Mommy, Mommy, what's next? Hello there, mamas. How are you? This is Carrie, and yes, this is week 10 of being parked at home. I can't believe it. Here we go, another week, another week down. I hope you're well. How's the volume level in your home? Ours got very loud the other day and I was longing for my earplugs from last summer. I'm going to need to dig around and find those. It was all happy noises. It was just a very loud level of happiness in our home and I needed a moment of peace and quiet. So I wonder what it sounds like in your house with everyone home. So I've been reflecting. I know I have not gotten my mothering right many a day in this um, new world of living with COVID. Well, you know that. You all have been listening to the podcast. Um, But one thing I've been reflecting on from the very first go when we realized that our kids were home with us and we basically didn't have any school plan that first few weeks as mamas, we were scrambling to figure out what to do with our children, maybe even what to do with our husbands. But I was sure God laid it on my heart that there was this extra time and I wanted to be sure to flood my children with biblical knowledge. I always feel like maybe I'm a little behind in that department. Oftentimes we use um, summers to really dig in a little deeper. I call it Bible class over the summer and try to get some extra devotions in memorizing scripture. So right away, 10 weeks ago, we started having regular morning devotions and they were so necessary to start our day off well, especially as we were figuring out how to be a family together in this new time every day, all day long. And we wanted to at least try and start our days off right. We often have to regroup, but I liked having something at least the kids and I were able to do together, even if my husband couldn't join in. So we had been working on through a devotion on the book of Matthew, which actually I would highly recommend. It was an Adventures in Odyssey, 90 different devotionals, but you read almost the entire book of Matthew with your children. And then there was a devotional to highlight what you read and you'd take that day by day. We had been nearing the end of that, so we finished that, and it was really good, and we worked on a compassion devotion that I had emailed to me, and that was also very good and timely, and we did some Easter devotions as we led up to that, and then I was trying to figure out what to do next, and I picked up um, a really old Bible story book. A friend had given it to me. In fact, I looked in the front. I don't know when it was written, but it's it's worn and well-loved, it looks like. It wasn't first ours. And it has 365 stories from the Bible, kind of front to end of the Bible. Obviously, it's to do one a day. And I thought it would be good to just have a good overview of the Bible for my kids. So I started it that first day with Genesis, you know, chapter one, in the beginning, and read it to the kids, but it felt so basic. And I thought, oh, I don't want to waste my time. Is this too simple? Um, I kind of hemmed and hawed. Was this the right one to do or not? Thought about jumping around. I know there's so many good stories in the Bible that are just tucked away that my children have either 
never heard with our span of ages or they heard them long ago and forgot. But I just thought this is going too slow and I felt antsy that this um, simple children's book of stories wasn't going to do it. And so I set it aside and prayed for a day figuring out if God wanted me to do something else with this time. Um, But I felt him telling me to just trust him and take it one day at a time, not to be impatient and keep pressing on. So we did, and it's been about a month now, and I'm so glad we did. We are nearing the end of Genesis, but there have been such great questions from my kids with the stuff we've been able to read and pull out. Um, We've just, we've reflected on, well, what kind of an offering does God require if Cain's wasn't good enough? That's kind of a tricky story. And then what What did Noah feel like being the last faithful man left on earth? We had a good discussion about Sarah laughing at God's news about a baby. Um, And then, you know, that kind of bizarre, strange story of Lot's wife being turned into salt, but just reminded that we shouldn't even look in the direction of sin. And then there was a whole bunch to pick out with... um, Esau and Jacob and selling his birthright and just a reminder not to act foolishly or to cheat our siblings. Um, But each day, step by step, as we went through or going through this children's Bible, I'm just reminded that God's word proves faithful and is giving our family something to think about for the day. Even in this very simplified children's story version, I'm I'm realizing that we've covered a good amount of ground now and we're making progress and the kids are saying, oh yeah, I forgot about that story or learning new ones. And it's even served as a good reminder for me. But I say all that, God pointed out through this process how quick I am to dismiss small things. Kind of looking at that slow growth or the small daily things that are hard to measure Um, I need to be faithful in those. I often don't see those or I'm not looking for those. And I want a quick, fast result. You know, I have my kids home for a month. Boom. I want them to know the Bible. Um, just faster results than taking it one day at a time through great example is this children's Bible. And I think we're probably all finding ourselves in a season where we feel a little stalled out. Nothing really big is happening or has been put on hold. I know lots of friends trying to figure out summer wedding plans and many weddings put on hold. Um, Graduations look very different. I think we're reflecting on that, especially this time of the year where it wraps up and the normal ways we mark the end of the school year are not going to happen. There's no end of year testing for our kids. And so these days feel like small, kind of hard-to-measure days. Um, But I know that these are also days that we can be faithful in those very small things and doing step-by-step, day-by-day, what the Lord has called us mamas to do. And I was reminded of the verse in Zechariah, chapter 4, verse 10, where he says, "'Who dares despise the day of small things?' And it just cut me to the heart. I thought, I've been doing that. And Zechariah goes on in that verse to say that there will be rejoicing when you see the plumb line or the capstone put in. And he's talking about the temple being built. 
but that every grand building starts with something small. That God's end plan is a glorious, strong, complete structure, but that so often begins with the very small, sometimes barely noticeable beginnings and steps that we are to take in faith and not despise the day of small things. So I confess to the Lord, it's, I went through this process of picking a devotion with my kids and um, this verse coming to mind that too many of these days in quarantine, I have probably despised as being small and unimportant. And so I've been asking the Lord the past week in my mothering right now, what are areas that I'm prone to feel this way? Um, What are the small things that God's given me to do that although they feel small, I need to be faithful, trusting that he is growing something beautiful in those. And I think that's probably a good good question for us mamas to reflect on together. Um, Is there a way that you might be despising these days of small things too? And is there something that God wants to encourage your heart and, excuse me, show you how how important these small and simple days are, that they are going to grow and become part of his bigger plan. So that is my thought I'm leaving you with today. Let me pray for us. Lord, I thank you for this season that you have us in. We never saw this coming, but you did, Lord. And help us to now see the good work you're doing through this. Give us hearts that will want to embrace each day, Lord, help us not to despise these small days that are full of small things, but help us trust that you are building us and our families into the strong, grand structure that you want so that we can be used for you. Please watch over our hearts today. Would you guard our mama lips and thoughts that they would not despise what you have given us? May we be grateful for this day and all that you have. Amen. All right, mamas, keep hanging in there, and I'm getting so antsy to see you soon. Love to all. Bye.